If you're taking notes, title of the message is Awake to Righteousness. As you're writing that down, I uh, heard from Brad two or three times yesterday, everything's great. Uh, he said it's unbelievable how the young people didn't realize that it was 100 degrees. Didn't even bother them. They're just having fun. Yeah. All's good. Uh, I'll be picking, I'll be leaving, trying to leave at 4.30. Sometimes it's a little later that by the time you get the kids together. So there's no sense even showing up here in the heat until 5.30. I will not be here yet. Uh, got the bus back Thursday. Uh, it's coldest it's ever been inside. As a matter of fact, the air conditioning at the front of the bus for the first time since we've had it is working. Uh, he fixed even that. and we didn't, know, we didn't know it was broke. We just knew not much come out, and it, that was the hottest seat in the place. But I had to turn the fan off. It got so cool coming home, and that was a hot day Thursday. But all is good there. Uh, I want you to pay attention today because what, some of the things I'm going to be saying, most of you are going to go, no way. But I'm challenging you to listen to what I have to say. I may repeat this next Sunday, part of it. Because everybody here, for the most part, has been raised in religion. And you have been told that the Holy Spirit talks to you every day, and he does. But do you know that he does not convict you? See how quiet you got? But he doesn't. Now, I want to talk to you about that. Romans 8 1 says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Well, what is condemnation? Condemnation is the expression of a very strong disapproval. You feel disappointed on yourself. You feel like you're, you're judging yourself. You're blaming yourself. You're walking in reproach. All of these things you've sentenced yourself. All of these things come from condemnation, which we picked that up from Adam. See, Adam gave us the sin nature. So in that sin nature, we, instead of just learning what we're supposed to be learning now is just good, we learn good and evil. And we learn from Adam what is right and what is wrong. Some of us had good parents, some of us did not. You still learn some moral issues. You still learn some good things and you learn some bad things. So in all of that, through life, you were taught without even meaning to be taught. You were taught to live in condemnation. You were taught to listen to the enemy without. And once you become a Christian and you learn this scripture, there is no condemnation. You wrestle with that because you thought, yes, the enemy says this. But also the Holy Spirit's helping me and the Holy Spirit's convicting me of the things I do wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Now stay with me. Don't, don't leave yet. Condemnation is from the enemy. Once you get saved, you don't have the problem. It's that sin nature. Hebrews 10.22 says, let us, go to, let us go into the presence of God for our guilty conscience has been sprinkled with, the, with Christ's blood to make us clean. All right, now, before I was born again, I lived in that realm of, of 
living in condemnation and mom and dad said me to do this and, and teachers at school said me this and, and the Sunday school told me to do this and, but, but I'm doing this and, and if I don't do this then, then, then God's going to be mad at me and then I don't know what to do and some people are still living like that when you do something wrong, uh, when, you get it, when you get it with a bunch of people and all of a sudden you enter in with the gossip that they're gossiping. And then condemn, condemnation is not of God. So how does this work? What's going on? What's taking place? See, condemnation draws us out of our old conscience. Condemnation, the enemy uses that to shut you down. The enemy uses that and brings deception. Sometimes you think God's talking to you. That's his plan. So he gets you feeling bad about yourself. He gets you thinking that if someone wronged me, then they should feel bad about that. And I'm just going to go in this. I'm not talking to them till they straighten out issue. And maybe condemnation will pull. Maybe conviction will pull them out of that and they'll straighten up. Anybody, amen, you've been there or you are there. Or you, condemnation is not from Christ. My conscience has been cleansed. Well, yeah, but it's, it's, it's your old conscience. My conscience has been cleansed, according to the word. We are living in a time now where we don't have to live in condemnation. I should be feeding on a forgiving conscience. I should be feeding on a righteous conscience. I should be living with what I've got. When things are going wrong in your life, you don't go to the enemy to get help. You bring into you what we're supposed to be. See, we weren't supposed to have, we, we were not to have the knowledge of good and evil. We were only supposed to have the knowledge of good because as you are inside is what you're going to be down the road. As you think, so are you going to, that's what you're going to be. The Bible tells us that out of good comes good and out of bad comes bad. Then why would I want to listen to a conscience that's thinking about bad things? Why would I want to bring up sin? Why would I want to talk about, why would I want to bring these things up when, when I think about them, I'm going to be drawn into that place. Hebrews 10.2 says, if the, listen to this, if the old covenant would have had a perfect sacrifice, they would not have never walked in a sin consciousness. But see, Jesus fixed that. They couldn't, they didn't have a perfect sacrifice. So they walked in that old Adam nature instead of the new Christ nature that is in us. We're not taught enough to, to recognize. It, it doesn't even sound right. When I first started getting a revelation on this, it didn't even sound right to think, no, wait a minute. I get convicted of the whole. The Holy Spirit convicts me and helps me. When I realized, and you, you, you won't find any scripture. I just want to let you know. If you can find a scripture that says the Holy Spirit convicts you, then come to me. You won't find it. We have been deceived into the place of thinking. That's why we don't, we don't know who's talking to us. Everything good is God. We are righteous. We are made righteous. We have been, our, our consciousness has been cleansed. Revelation, Revelations 12.10 says, he is the accuser. That's the enemy. That's that, that condemnation. That's that stuff he wants us to do that we shouldn't do. That, that's that, that voice that's speaking to us that is not, 
any good for anything. The Holy Spirit is not the convictor. Listen, go if you will to, I want to put it up, Romans 16. I want you to read this. This is the one people bring up that says, the Holy Spirit says he convicts us. Romans 16, verse 8. It says, and when, I want them, can you pull that up? There, if they don't have it, I'll have to just read it to you slowly. Okay. Verse 8 says, and when he come, and when he has come, now we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. Who's he talking to there? He's talking to the unbeliever. It doesn't say sins. It says, listen to what it says. And when he, come, when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin. Not plural, not sins. The sin that he's, t he's talking to is to the unbeliever and that sin is not believing. That's the first part of that scripture. Then he goes on and he says, of, of, now what's he saying? The Holy Spirit's doing what? Then it says, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Who's he talking to there? He's talking to the believer. And what's he saying? He's saying, I convict them of, first I convict the, the unbeliever of their sin. Then he says, I convict the believer of righteousness. That's what it says. You say, well, it, that, that's not what it says. That's what it says because the word you there is you. He convicts us of righteousness. In other words, everything he tells you is of the things of right standing with God, is of the position you stand in, in righteousness. It's that position of, I'm okay. It's that position of, I'm already forgiven. Well, what is, well, well, that don't make sense. Yes, it makes sense because we know when we sin. Everybody here, every believer, every unbeliever knows when they sin. We have the Spirit of God always telling us the right. And if we're not doing the right, the enemy will tell you you're doing wrong. But our place is in the midst of the storms of life, in the midst of the battles we, we fight in health issues, in the midst of the battle we fight in mistakes we make. Our place is to know, and the Holy Spirit convicts me, you're okay. Yes, you did wrong, but you're okay. You are righteous. You are forgiven. And if we can learn to put that in our, we know we did wrong. Lord, forgive me. And I know you do, Lord. I thank you that you're free of me. I thank you that I'm standing in righteousness. I think, see, we've got to get in this place of knowing who we are, and we've got to start seeing the answers and quit looking at the problems that we all make mistakes all of the time. Now, if you willfully sin, if you know it's wrong, but you willfully go against then it's a whole different situation. The blood of Jesus isn't covering you then because you've chose, as a, you've chose to be an unbeliever. And I wonder in that case if you're even saved because the Bible says once you're saved, you're covered and you're righteous. You say, well, does that give me the right to sin? Who would, who here that's believer, who would purposely hurt somebody if you're born again? You wouldn't. 
You may accidentally talk about somebody because you haven't learned not to gossip. It's a growing process. But you have to do what Jesus tells us to go back to that place of trusting the Holy Spirit who is telling me what's right, telling me what's right, telling me that I'm righteous, telling me that I'm forgiven. Because the enemy wants to come in immediately when you make a mistake and say, look at you. You're filthy. You're not worth anything. You did this in your past. You did that in your past. That is not God. That's the enemy. So God made it better for us. You say, well, I don't, I don't believe none of that. All right, let's go on to what he's talking about. I'm going to continue on the scripture. All right, we, and then it goes on, it says, of the righteous because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because of the ruler of this world. He's also telling you in this set of scriptures that the ruler of the world is not God, folks. The ruler of this world is Satan. But he's already been judged and his days are numbered. But then listen to what he goes on. He says, we're talking about, you You sure it's the Holy Spirit talking? Yeah. He says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me. Who's speaking? The Holy Spirit. And what's he doing? He's glorifying Jesus. Well, why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's our comforter. He's not going to get on us. He's not going to say, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. That's the enemy. And when you get this revelation, it will change the way you talk. It'll change the way you see things. It'll change the way you teach the word. It's called grace. It doesn't put you under law. Well, it gives me a right to sin. Does it? Where does it say that? He's just telling me the truth. It's like the good coach. It's like the go to any professional sport. That coach is not going to tell you before the game, you can't win. I mean, let's get it down to that level. You're not any good. I watched you at practice. You'll never make it. He says, you can make it. You can do it. It's, it's, you say, well, that's just a mental thing. In the spirit realm, that's the truth. In the spirit realm, that's what we need to hear. Does it work in sports? It works for anything. You tell your kids they're blessed. You tell your kids they're good. You tell their kids they're going to make it. You tell their kids they're overcomers. You tell their kids, you tell, the, you tell your kids, what, what are you doing? You're coaching properly. You're actually following scripture is what you're doing. I was watching, I was watching the uh, world championships last night on sports. Crazy, the speed of some of the athletes now and the ability. The javelin throw, the guy took up and he pitched his javelin, broke a record, 297 feet. He said, well, what? do you think before he did that, he told himself he couldn't do it? Do you think before that, his coach that has been with him for years said, you know, it's really hot today and the wind's blowing the wrong way and you probably won't do any good today. That's what we do. That's what we do when it comes to condemnation and listening to the wrong voice. That's what we do in our everyday life when we make mistakes. We, oh, I made that mistake and I'll, I'll never be worth anything. 
I got, I got molested as a child and I'm just filthy, dirty, and I'm not good for anything. Put the blame on the person that did it and forgive them. Why? Because he tells us to forgive. Why? Because that's what you do when you're in right standing with God. You say, well, how do I become a better Christian? You talk to yourself. David talked to himself. David spoke over his life. David, read David's life. Oh, yeah, he was a hero, and he, he took care of Goliath, but he also was in adultery. He also did all the things he shouldn't do. He also was sleeping with another man's wife, but he had to speak to himself because he knew he had a forgiving God and a loving God, and this set of verses right here tells you, you're the one that I will, I will see you no more, but the Holy Spirit's coming. It goes on. Listen to what it says. It goes on. It says, he will glorify me and he will take what is mine and will declare it to you. And all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. I am righteous. Well, well Pastor, don't you ever have wrong thoughts? I'm a human. But the more I start speaking of who I am, the better I recognize what's really here. And then in time, I become, I'm already good, but I don't know it. Because if I'm listening to any condemnation, I'm not there yet. And we may all go till right at the door. And we've been living, but we don't have to live this way. You say, well, it doesn't make sense to, 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 to say that you're righteous when you're not. I've been made righteous because of the blood of Jesus, not by anything I can do. John 16, 10 says, you, as the believer, you are called righteous. You are convicted of righteousness. You are convicted of righteousness. You are convicted. What better thing to be convicted of than who I am in Christ? What better thing to be convicted of to know that he'd never leave me, forsake me? What better thing to be convicted of to know that he's always around me? What better thing to know that he forgives me? What, be what better thing for me to have than to know that I'm walking in right standing with God all of the time and I'm taking care. And the more I put it in me, the more I put it in me, the better it's going to get. Hebrews 8.12 says, I will be merciful and will not remember their sins no more. Well, now, if he said that, did he not mean it? Then why would he convict you of what you're doing wrong when all he sees you as is what you're doing right? God sees you clean. Why? Not for anything you've done. This is all by faith. God sees you clean according to the word because of what Jesus Christ did for you. If he, if he sees you and convicts you of being dirty, he's not seeing you clean. Some of you are really looking at me cross-eyed today. Study this out. We are, we have been made in right standing. I don't understand how it works. It makes no sense to my mind either, but it, it is the truth. And if we've got things going on, let's say we're fighting a health issue. The enemy's going to pull you down and say, you shouldn't have smoked cigarettes all those years. You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. If you would have more faith, if you had more faith, you'd be healed. And that's where he talks. What's the Holy Spirit tell us? You are healed. You are righteous. You are okay. The past is behind you. Keep moving toward. I press toward. 
Paul said. That's all Paul talked about was, was faith. That's all Paul talked about was grace. He never ever cut you down. He always built you up. And that's what that's because that's what Christ did to him. Brought us to that place that we Holy Spirit is our comforter. John 14, 16 said he's our helper and he's our advocate. Well, if he's my advocate, then in court, he is standing up for me. He's my Holy Spirit. He's my comforter. He is always standing up for me. He is telling the enemy to get lost. He's telling me I'm righteous. He's telling me I'm okay. He's telling the jury, it's already settled. The price has already been paid. Ron is good. Ron is making it to heaven. Ron is getting better every day because Ron's starting to recognize who he really is. And the more he recognizes who he really is, then the more he's going to be who he really is. It is so awesome. Matthew 12, 35. It says that God, good, comes out of good. Bad comes out of bad. I'm sorry, but everybody here that's a believer is good. Well, you don't know how, you don't know what I did yesterday. It, I'm sorry, God fixed that already. I know that's difficult to understand. But come on, folks, think about it. The Bible says that if you believe that he died and rose again, you're going to heaven. Do you have any proof of that? The proof you've got is faith. By grace, you have been saved. It's the same with our healing. I was talking to Lisa uh, King. No one's going to convince me that I'm not going to heaven. You can't. But I'm being honest with you. I'm still struggling. I should be the exact same way with my healing. But the enemy, every time I walk, the enemy takes this pain that's in my knee and reminds me that I'm not healed. Every step I take that hurts, I should be saying, no, I'm righteous. No, I'm okay. No, I'm healed. You say, well, why are you doing that? The word builds your faith. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. We should be going to the answer. You say, well, how often? All of the time. At least consciously, you should be saying to yourself. You don't have to speak it out loud, but I, I enjoy speaking out loud because then I'm hearing myself and it helps me more. You say, well, don't put condemnation on me because I'm not healed. I'm not. I'm just telling you, I'm talking about me. When I get the total revelation that I'm healed, like I get when I know that I'm saved, I'm, I will have no sickness and no disease. Now, when will that happen? It may not happen until I'm up here looking down at me laying in a morgue. But I still know that's the answer. And there's no condemnation in that. I know that the Bible says he convicts me, that's the Holy Spirit, of righteousness. And he convicts the world of their sin of not believing that they're righteous. And in the midst of all that, and he says, oh, by the way, the devil's already been judged. The Holy Spirit's just here to tell you everything I want you to know. How awesome is that? Pole vaulting now is like in a sport. In the mind, there's no way. Oh, they had the hundred. They had the the four. They had the four hundred relay last night, which is 
Each person, each, four, each person runs 100 yards. They ran the quarter mile last night, the men did, in 39 seconds. Handing off a baton. America would have won if they wouldn't have messed up with their handoff. It takes faith to even believe that number. If you've ever run, 39 seconds and a quarter is crazy. But the coach didn't say, you guys can't make it. I'm sorry. Your handoffs have been horrible and you'll never make it. If you would have practiced, if you would have, if you would have, if you would have, if you would have listened to me. No. God's making this so simple. It's so simple. I'm going to convict you until the last day of how much I love you. I'm going to convict you how righteous you really are. I'm going to convict you that I never leave you. I'm going to convict you that you're healed. I'm going to convict you that everything good comes from above. I'm going to convict. Could you imagine if we had coaches and had teachers that would just do that with the kids? Even here back in our thing. You know what our job is back here teaching? Nothing but loving and convicting them of righteousness. That they're okay, we love you. You're okay, we love you. You're okay, we love you. You're going to be okay. I know you made a mistake, but it's like we take our children and they can't walk yet. And we get them up and we hold their hands. Isn't this how we did it? Come on, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. And you let go and they, boom. Ah, you ain't worth nothing. You'll never be good for nothing. No, we convict them of right. You can do it. Come on, you can do it. And we back up so they got to keep. Same with bicycle. When you first rode your bicycle, you can do it. You can do it. Crash. Come on, get back on it. You can do it. You can do it. That's exactly what the Holy Spirit does. He is not convicting you of your sins. Listen to me. He is not convicting you of your sins. The Holy Spirit is convicting you of all the good stuff says it right here, convict you of righteousness. I'm in right standing with God even when I fall down. I'll just get back up and I'll go again. That's why the person that never quits always wins. God's got your number. Team, come on up. John 3.19 says, God did not send his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him may be saved. He came to to encourage us. He came to help us. He came to comfort us. He came to, to have... What's so cool about it is I don't have to do any of it. See, that's why the law got you because the law said you have to. God's going, I'm going to give you the power. I'm going to give you a comforter that's going to convict you daily and remind you daily of how good you are. I'm going to have someone standing over you on this shoulder over here and just telling you, that's, that's the good, that's, love them, forgive them. Then we have to deal with one on the other shoulder that's always trying to condemn us, condemn us. Why would we think the Holy Spirit is condemning like the enemy's condemning? It doesn't work. He's only telling you the good. I'm convicting you of righteousness. Then I'm going to leave, but then I'm coming back. And I'm going to just give you everything I know, everything I know. Listen, folks, 
He loves you with an everlasting love. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care what's messed up. I don't care what you did in your past. Now, is sin right? Absolutely not. Sin's going to bring consequences. And I, and I think the Christian community has got laxed on that. Well, you know, they're, 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 they're sleeping together, but they're not married. That's wrong. But the enemy is the one that says it's God says it's wrong, but the Holy Spirit's saying, I'll deal with them. I'll love them. I'll love them so much that eventually they'll go, what am I doing? Isn't that, what, what, why? I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I wouldn't do that. Why would I do that to a woman I love so much? Why would I have an affair when I got one at home that is so precious? Why, that's the right. That's the good. Anything in your life, folks, he's encouraging you I'm convicting you of right, and I'm going to take care of you. Let's stand up.
faithful. You have made us righteous, and you're going to keep us in that place because you've promised that, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, and call you blessed. You are dismissed. If you need prayer for anything, we'll be up front. Those that are here will be up front. (laughs)